Good morning, everyone, and thank you for being here today. We're going to start today's announcement with uh, remarks from Minister Dreeshen, followed by remarks from Shane Getson, Parliamentary Secretary for Economic Corridors and the MLA for Laxana and Parkland. That will be followed by remarks from Parkland County Mayor Alan Gamble. And after that, we will have time for questions from the media. So with that, I would like to introduce the Minister of Transportation and Economic Corridors, the Honorable Devin Dreeshen. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. It's great to be out of, uh, of the legislature. It's, uh, we have, our budget was on Tuesday, so two days ago, the 2023 budget of the province of Alberta uh, made a huge announcement or a huge investment into our transportation corridors across the province. And I'm excited to announce today an $8 billion investment into our road network here in the province. And it's something that, uh, great to be able to be here in Atchison and with Parliamentary Secretary Getson, um, who we do tremendous work together on economic corridors, and to be able to view our transportation network not only as a you know, way to get to work and to get home, but also to view it as how we can ex grow our economy and have our um, goods to market and how we can look beyond our borders to be able to go to ports and to be true global exporters. And so it's something that I, you know, thank you so much, Shane, for, for your work, and there's a lot more work uh, to be done on that. But uh, today, uh, the key focus of our budget was to help to grow our economy here in the province. And this, this $8 billion announcement that we made is actually a $718 million increase from last year's budget. So in this $8 billion capital plan, we are making strategic investments to support the development of economic corridors. That will help create employment opportunities for Albertans and foster economic growth across the province now and in the years to come. So with this $8 billion capital plan, more than $2 billion will build critical infrastructure on our provincial highway networks. And this funding is for the planning, design, and construction of major highway and bridge projects across the province. We're investing in improvements to key economic corridors that provide vital links to markets in and out of Alberta, supporting uh, businesses exporting goods and importing products, and also helping Alberta families get home safely. So here in Atchison, I am happy to share that we're investing more than $60 million for Highway 60. And that's just a pure coincidence. We don't match up all the money to the highway numbers. But I know that many businesses and residents here have been waiting a long time for this announcement. And this time, there's actually dollar signs attached to it. So we are going to get this project out. The RFP will go out, and construction will begin soon. So we recognize that this highway is a critical trade corridor with significant heavy and high load truck traffic. A new rail overpass will separate Highway 60 from the CN tracks so that northbound and southbound traffic will no longer need to be delayed by passing trains. So these improvements will support businesses that supply the resource sector, as well as agriculture, manufacturing, warehousing, and logistics sectors. So west of here in Parkland County, we are investing $22 million to support a new intersection at Highway 16A and Range Road 20 to make that intersection safe. This intersection is currently unsafe, and far too many accidents have happened, and there's been too many tragedies of families losing loved ones. But this new intersection will not only help people get home safely, but will also improve the traffic flow along the highway. 
Other investments across the province include another $60 million to, over the next three years for the replacement of the Vinca Bridge on Highway 38 in the industrial heartland area. This new bridge will be upgraded to carry heavy and oversized loads, creating a critical link in Alberta's high load corridor, saving heavily loaded trucks about 200 kilometers of extra travel time, saving, obviously, saving businesses time and money. In northern Alberta, we're allocating $117 million for twinning Highway 63 north of Fort McMurray for just over 11 kilometers. This section of highway is another critical link for oversized and overweight vehicles in the province, transporting goods specifically for the energy sector. And near Calgary, we're investing nearly $51 million to replace the interchange at Highway 2 and Highway 566 at Balzac near the Cross Iron Mills Mall. So this new interchange will support logistics and distribution facilities and development in the Rocky View County and also families shopping in the area. In Calgary, we're investing $430 million in major improvements to Deerfoot Trail. Deerfoot obviously carries approximately 180,000 vehicles a day, making it the busiest road in Alberta. And this $430 million for Deerfoot improvements will help people get to work, but also more importantly, get home from work safely, and so that people can spend more time with their families versus being stuck in traffic. As well, we're investing $134 million over two years for the completion of the West Calgary Ring Road, which is anticipated to open not this fall, but the following fall. When the West segments opens uh, to traffic finally, it will complete the Calgary Ring Road that'll actually have 101 kilometers of continuous free-flowing traffic around the region, helping Calgary grow up, not out. We're also investing $75 million for engineering or planning for 23 upcoming infrastructure projects across the province. Many of these projects are located along economic corridors such as Highway 3 between British Columbia and the Medicine Hat, or BC border and um, Medicine Hat. Our capital investment also includes $380 million over three years for water management and flood mitigation, including the Springbank Dam. Construction is already underway, which will help protect Calgary and other communities in southern Alberta, so we won't see a repeat of the Calgary flood in 2013. Our capital plan also includes $1.7 billion in capital maintenance and renewal funding over the next three years to extend the life of our existing road and bridge networks. So these projects include bridge construction, road rehabilitation, pavement overlay, slide repairs, and bridge deck repairs. These investments will allow us to maintain existing roads and bridges to support safe and efficient travel and benefit Alberta and our economy. Budget 23 also includes $3.9 billion in capital grants to help municipalities build much-needed local roads, bridges, water and wastewater facilities, and transit infrastructure. Of this, $93 million over three years will go to the Strategic Transportation Infrastructure Program, or STIP, and we've also allocated $25 million in ongoing annual funding of STIP, which will help smaller and rural municipalities maintain and improve local roads, bridges, and other key infrastructure, and plan for the future, knowing that this program will continue. As well, we are funding water and wastewater programs to help ensure reliable access to clean drinking water and effective wastewater services in Alberta. We also have $211 million over three years for the Alberta Municipal Water and Wastewater Program, which includes $120 million in new funding, $40 million in each of the three years of the budget. 
As well, we've dedicated $169 million for the Water for Life program and nearly $28 million for First Nations Water Tie-In program. For transit infrastructure, we're maintaining our commitment to support light rail transit projects in Edmonton and Calgary. In Budget 23, $1.3 billion in provincial funding over three years is included for Edmonton and Calgary LRT projects. This includes $541 million for the City of Calgary for their Green Line project, as well for Edmonton, $760 million for, for their LRT projects. Budget 23 also provides $5 million in a new grant for 23-24 to allow the City of Calgary to proceed with engineering work for extending their LRT Blue Line north to enable connection with the Calgary International Airport. In Edmonton, we are continuing to provide $256 million to support four critical local infrastructure capital projects. That includes 50th Street upgrade separation over the CP tracks, the Yellowhead Trail improvements, the Twilliger Drive expansion, and the Ray Gibson Drive project. In other parts of Alberta, we're supporting an expansion of the Red Deer Regional Airport in my home. A $30 million grant will help to the airport attract new passenger and cargo services. And this investment will also provide new travel options to Red Deer and area residents that will increase tourism and the potential of extra cargo flights in and out of central Alberta. So together, all of these strategic investments with the $8 billion capital plan will strengthen our economy and support our high quality of life here in Alberta, helping to secure a bright future for the next generation of Albertans and Alberta businesses. So with that, thank you very much, and I'll hand things over to Parliamentary Secretary Getson. Thank you. Well, if that isn't a tough act to follow, I don't know what is. Let's please give the minister another round of applause for uh, his great speech and all these announcements. So it's an honor and privilege to be here today in downtown Atchison at Genix. Uh, thanks for hosting us. I am absolutely ecstatic about economic corridors and the growth and development and the items that we've put together over the last budget to actually connect those to have trades and commerce and to build up Northwest Canada. Alberta is literally going to become that logistics hub here on Highway 60, right in the beating heart of Atchison, we have over 47,000 movements a day of traffic, over 7,500 truckloads that are being impeded simply because we don't have that overpass. So folks that feel like this is deja vu all over again, this time we have dollars and cents attached to it, and I'm looking at one of the councillors smiling behind the cameras. Absolutely, this is going to happen. Highway uh, Range Road 20 and Highway 16A, I can't tell you uh, the outpouring of the community from that area. That one intersection out there does not make sense in the context that the movements of traffic and the severity and the frequency of incidents taking place. So I was very pleased to see the local community come together, host a town hall out at Carville, and we got to talk about not politics, but the problem and solving the problem, working with that together. Very pleased the transport of our Ministry of Transport, Transportation and Economic Corridors was already on it, and very pleased to see that this government took it very serious to allocate $22 million to that area to make that improvement. So I can't say much more other than I'm really excited to be here today. We've got some great news. Alberta is literally that beating heart of Northwest uh, Canada, and we're going to pull it all together with the economic corridors. And these two announcements in our region are just testament to that. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. Very pleased to be here and echo the same 
comments that MLA Getson and Minister Dreschen have shared with us today. Uh, I know we are running a little bit behind, but uh, many of us were waiting for the train to cross so we could uh, cross the highway. So. On behalf of Parkland County Council and Administration, we have been advocating hard for twinning and rail grade separation for Highway 60, and we are pleased to see this commitment from the Government of Alberta. Atchison is not only the beating industrial heart of Parkland County, it is one of the largest industrial areas in Western Canada. Completing this work in a timely manner will improve access and movement along Highway 60 and allow for further development in Atchison, which will contribute to economic growth and job creation throughout Parkland County and the Edmonton region. We are heartened to see the 22 million commitment from the Government of Alberta to address safety issues at the intersection of Range Road 20 and Highway 16A. There have already been too many heartbreaking fatalities at this dangerous intersection and we loudly advocated on behalf of our residents for this concern to be addressed now to reduce collisions and save lives. Parkland County undertook a road safety re review for the intersection and forwarded it on to Alberta Transportation for consideration, noting safety issues and suggesting improvements. Parkland County fully expects that this funding commitment will allow the province to provide a long-term solution along with more immediate solution so that the intersection safety concerns can be remedied as soon as possible. Thank you very much. With that, we will uh, start uh, questions from the media. So uh, for those in the room, uh, please line up at the microphone. And uh, for those online, please press star one to be added to the queue. Thank you. Hello, Morgan Black from Global Edmonton. I think this is a question for Mr. Getson. I just wanted more details on the Range Road uh, to, or 16A and 20, Range Road 20. Um, just logistically, what will it look like? How will it look different to make it safer? Yeah, well, it hasn't been fully designed yet, but the concept would be to move the intersection where it currently is a little bit further east down towards Beach Corner and to have two service roads on either side to move that traffic and then potentially shut down the intersection. But again, it's, it's in for design. I would leave that back to the, the folks at the Transportation Department. But quite honestly, that proposal where they're going on it is an absolute simplistic and elegant design to be able to take care of a, a very critical issue. And do you mind just giving a bit more insight into what specifically you did here at the town hall from residents and what resonated most with them? Well, I think the, the largest thing that we heard is do something. You know, that was obviously the concern. Um, there's been some, some major accidents. There's been fatalities there. And uh, their concern is that this one intersection has been problematic for a number of years. Uh, again, it, it's, it's a hearts and mind thing. It's very difficult to go into those rooms and not have that emotion there. And uh, that's really what was conveyed, but hats off to everybody there to, to have that emotion, but to, to understand that we're working the problem and the issue together. And that's what really what we heard was, please do something. Here's some you know, simple short-term steps. We heard what the suggestions were. We took that obviously into consideration, and we will be having more consultation. May I have one more? Um, I know the last time we spoke about this, there was a little bit of discussion about balancing, keeping the economic side as well to it. So. I know the concept still is being created, but how did you find that balance? I think the balance is, is uh, attainable. I think that most folks understand that you can't take a major thoroughfare, a major economic corridor and stop it and make it into a, a dirt road. No one was asking for that. But the balance is 
literally using those engineered designs to have both. So the trade and commerce, the movement of goods, and to make sure folks can get to and from school and work and everything else, at the same time of understanding uh, where those critical pathways, those crossings take place, to make sure that it's in a, in a good place where there's a good line of sight. That was the balance that we struck, and obviously the department will keep working on that, and we look forward to, again, the feedback to make sure that we're getting it right. Thanks. He, he's the big guy here. What happens when I come yeah. here right? <laughs> Again, with the, the range road and the, uh, the dangerous uh, area there, will, will, this will require uh, a different complete grade. Uh, there's, there's concerns about sort of the blind area there where people can't see what's happening. Yeah, no, the, the consideration for the design that we have is to move that intersection, so literally crossing there, that, that would be taken out. So it, it would mitigate the issue of the grade in that sweeping corner. Okay. So literally the crossing of those two highways would take place further east, where there's a flat area, where you have a really good line of sight down there. So it mitigates the grade issues. And again, I guess for folks that don't understand this corner, it's literally coming off of Highway 16, where traffic is moving 110 to 120 kilometers an hour, arguably coming up over a sweeping corner to an area that's being crossed with obviously local traffic. And that, that is problematic. So the, the most elegant solution is to move that, that intersection further, further to the east. I just need one more. It's, it's been said, but uh, long overdue for these families that have suffered tragedies, what can you say? about how soon this can happen. Yeah, well, again, the great thing with, with this is it's, it's not just talking about it, it's, it's committing dollars in, to, to it, and within the budget, it's within two years. So the engineering is already taking place, and then within arguably two years, you will have a solution to that problem. Uh, there might be some interim steps in those areas. Uh, I can't speak to that yet, because again, the department would be working on those, but there might be some interim steps that we can help mitigate in those areas, uh, potentially for reduced speed limits, potentially for more signage, potentially for education in those areas. And a plea, honestly, for everybody, when you're crossing those roads, please, nothing is more important than taking your time and getting home safely to your family. So this comes back to drivers themselves also making sure of that. So I can't emphasize that enough. Okay, we'll now move to the phone line. So operator, please put through the first caller. Michelle Belfontaine, CBC. Oh, hi there. Uh, this is a, a question for uh, Minister Dreeshen. Uh, sorry, there's an echo. <laughs> I sound a little odd. We can hear um, So, uh, Minister, Minister, could I ask you about the delay of the roadside worker safety rules to September the 1st? Um, I understand that it's because you need to do more education, and I'm wondering if you can tell me, like, who raised concerns uh, with you about the rollout? Yeah, so, the original rollout, I should say. Yeah, so we... Uh, the, the roadside safety, so tow truck drivers and snow plows that are stopped at the side of the road, uh, the 60 kilometer an hour in all lanes of traffic, so for example between Edmonton and Leduc, if there is a tow truck driver parked on the one side, all lanes of traffic have to slow down to 60. That change will come into effect in September. Um, the department, through consultations, you know, folks that we talked to said that really the, the education part of this is more important than the ticketing parts of this. So we're actually working with AMA and other stakeholders, uh, the, the police organizations, the tow truck industry, to actually do a proper education rollout plan of this so that people are aware that this is a rule that is the rule, the law of the land, but is going to come into force in September. So we just want to make sure that we weren't causing more confusion, having people going 110 on Highway 2, uh, and then 
meeting up with people that are going 60 kilometers when they don't have that proper awareness. So we are launching a, uh, an, an education awareness campaign on that. Um, and as a follow-up, why didn't the education campaign come sooner than, uh, than this summer, presumably? The, I, I guess, well, I'm, I've only been minister for about four months, so uh, this, especially this change is for, for snow plows and for, for tow truck drivers, so a lot of that activity happens in the winter, obviously. So it is something that we think that it's just more appropriate to be able to get ready before next winter and uh, to just have a, a better education awareness campaign going into it. Okay, any more questions from the floor? Seeing none and no more questions online. Thank you, everyone. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Good